Oh man, do I have a treat for you today. From producing network television to navigating her role as a mom of two, she's also a girl mom, Shay Smith built her direct sales business to withstand ever-changing seasons of life. Obsessed with systems that simplify life and business, Shay helps female entrepreneurs build sustainable, rewarding businesses that fit around their schedule so they can spend more time living a life they love. Are you sitting there saying yes and hallelujah? Well, I'm excited. You get to hear from Shay right now. Okay, but before we get started, I mean, you know, we got to talk about gut health. So it is so incredibly important. And especially as we start, you know, it starts warming up, we start, you know, losing a few things, showing more, uh, because it's getting hot. We also want to feel good from the inside out. So gut health is where it all starts. I really had no idea how important gut health was until about a year ago, and I really started researching and understanding more. And then I added in our pre, pro, and postbiotic. I kid you not, when I started taking it and felt better from the first spoonful, felt lighter, felt less bloated, less gassy, less like that hard feeling in your stomach. You know, I'm sorry if that's TMI, but I'm guessing you're a mom and you've probably dealt with worse. So if that is something that you're looking for, if you're looking to just feel better from the inside out, then I'm telling you, you want to try this. Click the link in the show notes to find out how you can start healing your gut within 24 hours of your first spoonful, and it has $10 savings on it right off the bat. So healing your gut, saving money, yes, please. Go click the link in the show notes and um, get more information. And last, if you have not subscribed to the email list, go do it now. Go to growthagainstthegrain.com slash subscribe. You're going to get a great little freebie to help you get started on understanding your niche. And I have another one coming. It's in the works, just putting the finishing touches on it. So you will definitely get that as well. I promise we're not spamming you, but we do have valuable content that we're sending out on the weekly. Go check it out. Go to growthagainstthegrain.com slash subscribe. Hey there, friend. Are you a sassy, audacious unicorn mama who's on a mission to grow your network marketing business? Are you tired of the copy-paste culture, ready to set those goals and map out a strategic plan to get there? Hey, I'm Michelle. Welcome to the Growth Against the Grain podcast. I've been in the network marketing space for over a decade. I've leveled up, earned the goodies, sat at the top 2%, and know what it takes to get you there. More importantly, I know what it takes to do it being you. I'm here to help you achieve your business goals through strategy, mindset, healthy living, and a whole lot of fun. This podcast is all about equipping you with strategies to be that unicorn mama and grow your business while still showing up for your family and all the things that make you, you. Okay. Go warm up that cup of coffee for the second, or let's be honest, eighth time. I know how it goes. And let's get started. Go ahead and here we go. I just hit record. Awesome. 
Oh my goodness, friends. I am so excited to have Shay Smith with us today. Am I saying that right? It's Shay. Yep. Okay. Awesome. Got it. Awesome. Awesome. Here is what's so hysterical. So we had a little like snafu with Zoom. Don't you love when you open Zoom up and they're like, oh, and by the way, you're late and we're just going to do an update right now. So it wasn't (laughs) working. Anyways, fast forward, she gives me her phone number and I'm like, holy heck, what the heck? Like we're right here in the same area. So she was so cute. She's like, well, if it doesn't work, I'll just drive over. I'm like, sounds good to me. So we are talking accidental leadership. And I have to say, like, from the outset, like, I get where you're going, but there's a part of me that's like, ooh, I don't love that title, but I get it. Like, I totally understand it because most people get into the network marketing space and all of a sudden they're thrust into leadership. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. But before I got so excited and I went ahead, (laughs) Shay, will you give us just like a little blip about yourself? Of course. I'm so excited to be here. And I actually love how this started because I think that's part of being an accidental leader is that we show up and sometimes our technology fails us, but we get to connect and make the most out of it. So I think we are just right on track. Um, like she said, is Shay Smith. I live here in Burbank, so not too far. And I am a mom of two little girls, ages two and four, and they are little leaders in the making too, which we were just chatting about. It can be tough for the mom, the mom self, but for them, it's really great. And I've been with my um, direct sales company for almost eight years now. Um, and have just kind of done that through a lot of different seasons of life. Yeah. Ah, that's awesome. I love that you're speaking from a place of experience. Mm -hmm. And um, I I think what's just so interesting is, well, one, love me some girl moms. Mm -hmm. It is a special, special club. And um, I am here for it. I love that your girls are two and four and already like exerting (laughs) their will and their personality. Like it just, it cracks me up when people think that um, kids really just don't like, um, they're, they're compliant until like a certain age. I'm like, oh no, mine were like strong-willed from like day one. Like my oldest would, would not turn. Like she was like stubborn from the moment, like she was in the womb. Anyways, all that to say, here we go. We thrust ourselves into leadership, not really knowing what that means. So what have you seen happen? Why, why, why do you call it accidental leader? Like, what does that mean to you? Right. So I absolutely have to agree with you that I don't love the term, uh, because it just feels so, um, not suited towards the women that I see leading their businesses. Right. Yet it's this feeling that so many get where, like you said, you are, maybe you love the products or the service that um, then led to you joining your company and wanting to share it with somebody. And then all of a sudden you're having success. And then all of a sudden you have people to manage or clients to manage. And this business that you didn't maybe didn't even know that you wanted, or maybe you did, and then didn't see it looking like this. And so you're kind of there. I wouldn't say by accident, but that the feeling is accidental and the posturing that you take over your business mm-hmm. is displayed in it as a result of feeling like you were there accidentally, which really isn't the case. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like I came from elementary teaching, like I was a teacher. And so there is an inherent leadership there because I'm the adult, they're the child. And I signed up for that. Like I went to college for that. Like I did that, like in your day-to-day profession, like 
you know, there's some aspect of leadership from what you're doing, but yeah, like you say, we, you see this company and you're like, yes, I want to be a part of it. And all of a sudden you're thrust into this situation to pull out. And I think that's where the leadership comes is when you recognize it and then you, you find that inside. So how can women primarily, I, I think that this is something that, that I don't want to say plagues, but it really affects most of us uh, as women is um, how do we channel that? How do we really um, lean into that leadership that we find ourselves in? I think from day one, if it's day one in your company or you've been here for years is to own where you are and disconnect from any title or paycheck goal that you have. Those goals are important. They can fuel you to, you know, raise the ranks and change your life and other people's lives. But when we are so closely tied to, am I this title? Am I that title? You know, so-and-so must know more because she's up here. If we can disconnect from that and own where we are and start leading from where we are, that will change everything because it changes how you treat your business, how you speak to people about your business, how you speak about yourself within it. And like you said, you know, so many come from different backgrounds, which is the beauty of this business model. Yet when we come over here, it's like, we've lost all confidence that we had in our other profession, right? You are an incredible teacher. And then you come over here and there's no reason to believe that you don't have that same skill set and those same abilities. Yet we often diminish what we have and, or maybe you're hesitant, you know, maybe you don't, you're nervous to share with your friends or family. And so the second thing I would say is just, um, the, the, the biggest advice, the biggest little advice that I had gotten was to remove the word just from your reach outs, your vocabulary. I just want to check in. I just want to do this. I just want to earn a little bit more. Even if you want to earn $50 more, say I'm going to earn $50 more every little change like this. It seems insignificant, but it really creates this picture and this framing of how you show up in your business, which then we know is how people see you and are, you know, connected to you, whether from a business standpoint or a client standpoint. Yes. Oh my goodness. So I had seen a post, gosh, a couple of years ago that was talking about how to be taken more seriously. And she mentioned removing the word just, Mm -hmm. do you know how many times I catch myself throwing that in there? Because Mm -hmm. For me, I feel like it soft pedals it. Like it doesn't make it so harsh. Like it kind of rounds the edges. Mm-hmm. And, but what it does for me is it rounds my edges. It, right. it stops me from taking myself seriously. It take it, it dim, I'm diminishing myself. I'm diminishing what I'm doing. Right. right. And I think there's a, a tendency and rightfully so. Um, I think in today's day and age with network marketing and direct sales is that no one wants to go into it and be that crazy salesperson, the, Hey girl, the cold messaging, yep. which is great. But what ends up happening is that you overcompensate and then you diminish and, pl- and play small. So there's nothing wrong with going out there and being like, you know what? I love this product. It is, you know, X, Y, and Z benefits and it's for you. And I'm here to help you. Um, and that's okay to do that. And it's also okay to do, even if you're not the expert yet. Because chances are, you know, a lot more about that product or service than the people that you're sharing with. If you're truly going from a a servant leadership uh, perspective, you're able to really share this information and support them. And it's okay. So if you are listening and need a permission slip to just go out there, remove that just, and just be bold, it's okay. You aren't going to bulldoze everybody just by saying, but by being confident. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And that's what it is. It really is confidence and confidence breeds confidence. Removing that 
is going to make you more confident. You show up stronger. You show up more confident. And um, just, I would just challenge you to, as you're sending a text, remove it. Take the just out. If you're not ready to like, if it's not flowing, like if it's still like popping up, like remove it in the areas where you can remove it. Move it in those texts. One thing I loved that you said was to kind of divorce yourself from a pay or a title. And what I see happen over and over again is people come into this industry and they say, okay, well, when I reach this rank, then I'll be a leader. Mm-hmm. And the fact of the matter is you could be at day one rank zero and you could be leading more than someone that's been there for, you know, eight years at the top of the company. Mm-hmm. And so I, I just, I, I want people to understand that rank does not equal leadership. I've seen great leaders at the top and I've seen terrible leaders at the top. Right, right. And I think I would talk about celebrating wins all day, every day. It is one of the most underutilized strategies in our business because of that reason is that, that if then once I get to this, then I will have made it, or then I'll be able to really talk about my business or say I'm successful Mm -hmm. celebrating wins on a daily, weekly, monthly basis that are outside of just a paycheck or a new uh, team member or new client. Those are all wonderful things to celebrate, right? We want those big milestones, but what happens is that you start setting bigger and bigger goals. And so it takes a lot to get to the top of that mountain. And let me tell you, I've seen it time and time again, that you work so hard, maybe make some extra sacrifices on that work-life boundary and you get to the top of the mountain and you celebrate for about a second before you see that next goal. And you're like, actually, I want that one. And that's all well and good. But if you're not celebrating wins um, along the way, you're going to be exhausted. You're going to be burnt out. And it honestly trains your brain to not continue to go for harder things. And so Um, I would encourage you to take a look at what has gone on this last week. Did you make that phone call? Did you send that message? Did you remove the just from your message? All these little things, um, I liken it to a staircase. So you can have these easy steps to get to that top of the mountain or wherever you're climbing um, so that you can have some solid ground because this business is wild. We can never control the outcome, right? We can only control our efforts. So you have to build yourself up, especially as a leader, which we said is even you on day one, rank zero, that you should be starting to practice this. Yeah. I've started doing that with my accountability partners where we will just share our wins and it is everything. Like Mm -hmm. it could be, I got up five minutes earlier. I read for 10 minutes. I did my, whatever I got, I planned dinner like ahead of time, like (laughs) really recognizing that we're so much more than the high impact activity that we did or did not do that day. And it gave me, it gives me such a better mindset on what I'm doing. And it allows me to recognize what I'm doing well, because our brain is so easily, um, wired to recognize what we're not doing. Yes. Like yes. you can, you can find, can you think of like the one negative comment that somebody said, but you, oh, yeah. you can't remember the hundreds of positive comments that somebody said. Someone can fact check this because I can't remember the exact details, but it's like one or three seconds to, you know, register a negative comment, but like 15 or 30 seconds to take in something good. And that's a big difference when we're getting so much thrown at us. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's huge. Okay. So let's talk about, I'm a huge fan of systems and automations and goals. I love goals. Oh my goodness. I love goals so much, but 
how can we use those things to um, to empower us in that leadership role? What are some some ideas and and advice that you have around that? So I absolutely love systems and goals and all the big things in our business. And I think what I see so often is, especially when you start to be a leader with team members, is that there's a tendency to just want to be managing your team. And the reality is you have to continue growing your business too, right? And then you also want to model that to them so that someone's not afraid of being a leader because then they lose their own business, right? So systems, automation, and just thinking through strategies is really a way to kind of get out of the stuff of your business. So you're not constantly in this uh, feeling of, you know, oh my goodness, a sale comes up and I don't know how to connect with all my clients, or I have to only send individual messages. Otherwise it's never going to work. I remember years ago, um, a friend of mine, we had a, a, a surprise to us sale and she was at the beach with her family. And she said, oh, I don't have my binder with all my client info, so I can't do it. And we're three hours away. And you know, that made a big difference to her. Right. And I never wanted to be in a spot where I couldn't enjoy a vacation or couldn't enjoy time with my family because I just had more stuff to do in my business. So it's really a way to set yourself up so that your business can continue running no matter what's going on in the world. Yeah. What are some systems that you personally have in place that, uh, help that? I mean, living in this digital age really with like iCloud, Mm -hmm. (laughs) there's no reason to not have access to stuff, but what are some things that you have found helpful for you? Okay. I will share a couple that I enjoy, but I want to stress that building systems has to be customized to your brain, your wiring, and what's actually going to work for you, because you can try to look at other people's systems all day long. And if you are never going to be able to send an email, don't make email marketing part of your system, right? That is a huge part for mine because it's a way I can connect with my clients. I, um, have built in some different party options, if you will, for, um, email. So I use an email service called Flowdesk, which I know a lot of people are starting to use nowadays, which is great, but it allows me to create things once and then duplicate them for the different scenarios that I have. So if it's a sale, if it is a, um, we call them pop-ups, but if you have an online party, um, I have a, a workflow that can automatically trigger and send these emails so that I can spend intentional time creating this information and content curated to a specific audience, but I can automate it so that I don't have to be at the wheel 24 seven. Um, uh, social media, batch working your content. This is not a novel idea. A lot of people talk about this yet. So many people shy away from doing it because they're afraid to slow down to do the work to then really catapult them ahead. Mm -hmm. So think through the different things that you need to do on a daily basis in your business. So do a quick audit, write down all the tasks for your business this week or this month, whatever works for you. And then really look at, do you have to be the one to do this? Can you delegate it? Maybe you're in a busy, busy season of life. Maybe you can delete it from your list just for right now. I think that's something that we don't do often enough. We just carry things from one to another. And so it's really just a matter of looking through the processes that you have because you already know how to do it, right? You do it time and time again. Yet, if you look at it and think, okay, how can I systemize this? How can I duplicate this so that I don't have to start from scratch every single time this happens? And there are plenty of things that are not digital. You know, even thinking through the system that I have for caring for my clients, I love gifts. I absolutely love gifting in my life. And so for my new clients, if I have someone shop with me for the very first time, I know exactly where the envelopes are. I know exactly where the gifts are. I know exactly where my stamps are. So it's all put together. So it can just boom, boom, boom. And again, these are really small decisions in the moment, but they add up over time. And if you have not read the book, Atomic Habits, you absolutely have to put it on your list for this year. I listened to the audiobook. It was wonderful. 
And they really talk about these high performers who just make these small changes because it's not about just one big massive action. It is about putting in the reps and that's what we have to do in this business. Cause we go month to month, right? We have the same thing that we do over and over. So take a look at your list, take time to do that. I promise it will not slow down your business to a point of halting. And it really will give you a good picture of where you can make some changes that are actually going to be impactful for your business. Yeah. It's always the small little things. Mm-hmm. Like we look at, I, I know for myself, it's so easy to look ahead and be like, oh my gosh, it's all this big stuff. No, it's little things over time. Mm-hmm. It's one little thing. And, um, I love, I love making that list too. Like, what are the things that only you can do? I always think back to when my girls were little and, mm-hmm. you know, you, you think through of like, okay, what, what can I do while they're napping? What can I do while they're awake? What can I do when they're, you know, doing some, you know, tummy time or they're doing like those, it's like you section off your day because do you really want to be dealing with like, you know, hazardous chemicals while they're crawling around? No. So that might be something. And it's the same in your business. Like what are the things, there are certain things that only you can do, you know, face to camera, live Instagram thing. That's a you thing, you know, but automations, I don't know, maybe you want to talk to a VA, which I'm going to be interviewing my VA in a, uh, I don't know, that'll air in a little while, but because sometimes you get to the point where you're like, like, I just don't want to do that. I don't want to create that. I can, but I don't want to. So figuring out what is that, what is going to make you more efficient with your time? Exactly. And what do you love doing in your business? How can you spend more time doing that? And we know we need to be the ones to have those personal conversations with people that we're excited to you know, share our offers with, and that's not something you're going to delegate, but what happens after that? Where can you bring some life into that? Um, because it is worth your time. You are valuable. And again, it goes back to being comfortable with owning it as a leader, a leader, you know, imagine where you would be if you had thousands of clients and thousands of team members, would you still be texting all of your clients individually? Probably not. How can you provide customer service now that is just wonderful and shocking to them, but on a bigger basis, right? So think through it. So how can you serve them now? But really, how can you continue to show up like that when you have thousands of clients, which I hope you all do. Yeah. Well, and one of my premises is, I mean, as the show is called growth against the grain is really doing things differently. And, you know, we, we came through this, um, I don't know, the last few years, this whole like hustle harder, you know, grit and, and, you know, be on all the time. And, what I found for myself is that I was not like, I didn't want to be around me. Like that's not fun. And so that's not how it should be. Like you should not be working 24 seven. It does not equate to a seven figure business in most cases. In fact, most people with a multi seven figure, six figure, seven figure, eight figure business are not working 24 seven because they've figured out how to be efficient with their time. They've figured out how to automate, how to do all of these things and, and do what they do well. Yeah, absolutely. And I think there's just such a freedom in that, right. Of not having to hustle hard. And like you said, that's not a life to live. And it's also not what we want to gift other people with, right? Hey, you're already really busy and feeling attacked by the world. Why don't you come work really hard and have no extra free time? And you might make a couple bucks. Um, You know, that's not the message we're, you know, running out there with. And yet we do that. We showcase that and then wonder why people aren't, you know, participating in our organization. Right. And they're like, you're exhausted. Sure. Let me do that. 
Right. Well, and that work from anywhere life is great, but you know, I don't want to be working on vacation. Oh, look, I can work from Hawaii. You know, no, that's not what I want. Right. And it's also really okay to not just try to make all your weaknesses, your strengths. It's okay. I am terrible at design. If I'm in Canva, I know some people can just whip up a new sale thing in Canva, like in two seconds, I would be two hours deep and it would still look real bad. So I do not do that anymore because that's not um, where I shine and it doesn't need to be, you know, there are people that are gifted at that. And so lean on each other's strengths or hire people that are excited to support you in that. And it also supports them. So it's this whole, you know, cycle And it really does showcase to all of your downline that you don't have to know everything. You really don't. You can be excited to participate in your company for X, Y, and Z reason. And theirs can be different, right? Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of those things don't cost a lot of money and it's a tax write-off. So, you know, figure out what works works for you and your peace of mind and freedom. You know, most of us came into this industry because we wanted not only that financial flexibility, but the time flexibility. I want to be present for my kids. Case in point, I had to run my, my youngest to the chiropractor this morning, poor thing, her back was anyways, I can, I didn't have to be like, okay, you know, what can I, can I get some time off? So that's what we want. And I also know like, okay, my whole day is not messed up because I had to move a few little things around. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's okay to use systems and automation. I think a lot of times people think, you know, that it's going to be inauthentic if they have something automated, but really it's a way for you to concentrate your efforts. Like I said, if you're creating a text message that you will, you know, use and blast out through like a project broadcast or an email can be really thoughtful and intentional. And I'll tell you what, if you are trying to send those messages in between, you know, a you know, baby who's waking up and crying from nap time and you're just trying to shoot it off, there's going to be mistakes. It's not going to feel authentic and you're going to feel weird about it or incomplete. You're going to feel like, oh my gosh, did I even get anything done today? Yeah. Yeah. No, there's so many services out there that really can help with your efficiency and it's showing your team how you can do these things. And, and honestly, I think one of the biggest things with leadership is saying no, recognizing when this is not fit right now, like you said, like it might not be the season for this and it's okay. You have to figure out what is important to you. Where are you going? And what, so what are you taking on and what are you not doing right now? Right. That was one of the most difficult things, habits that I needed to break was, you know, to your point about going against the grain is that you don't have to do what everybody else is doing. If it works for her, fantastic. If you want to try one version like that, great. But if you know from, you know, from jump that it's not going to be aligned with um, how you run your business, it's okay to say no to that. And it's okay to not, you know, kind of go on that roller coaster because for so long, it's, you know, we just, I kind of saw everybody doing the same thing. Like, okay, now, you know this thing works. So everybody runs over here and then tries that. And then they run over here to try this. And there's nothing wrong with new ideas, but if you don't have anything in your foundation of your business to run your business and take away some of this stuff, you're going to be exhausted because now you've tried 10 things and only one worked and you're going to remember the nine that didn't work. Right. Or you're going to feel that. Right. So get some systems and things in the foundation so that you can have the opportunity to try something else out and see if it works. And then it's like, Oh, that didn't, or yes, I found my new groove. You know, that's how we get to do that. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, Shay, thank you so much. This has been really helpful. And I know my listeners are soaking it up because they found themselves in this situation. Maybe they knew from the beginning, like I want to be there. And all of a sudden they get, they've got this team and they're like, okay, but now 
I, you know, we find ourselves in management mode mm-hmm. and not, not understanding like, how do we lead and, and what does that look like? So I appreciate all of this. Where can everyone find you? You can go to theshaysmith.com for some support and resources. You can find me on Instagram at theshaysmith. And um, yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm around. I love it. Well, Shay, thank you so much for your time today. I have, like I said, I've absolutely enjoyed this. You're darling. And thank you for working through all the technical difficulties and whatnot. Um, I will have all of Shay's links in the show notes so you can find her. She's adorable. And um, I mean, I know that this is something that hits home for a lot of us. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely.